Hey guys, Crystal here. Thank you so much for joining me for episode three of the Brave Change podcast. Today we're going to talk about the effects of weight loss on friends and family. Before I do that, I'm so sorry that episode two cut off so abruptly. I usually have an uh, outro planned, but uh, for some reason YouTube cut it off by about 10 seconds and I'm not sure about Anchor, but uh, some people were saying something about that, but it's fine. Don't worry about it. Uh, I usually don't do that, so I will double check next time. I'm still getting used to this whole podcast thing. So why is it so important that we look at this today? Well, our friends and our family are the support group that we're supposed to have, and they're the people that we interact with consistently. And so when we are changing ourselves it doesn't just change us. And sometimes we forget that we are also changing somebody else's person, their loved one, you know, their environment. And so I want to look at the positives of why they could be trying to bring home snack cakes, interrupt your workouts, uh, try to keep you the same, as well as the negatives. And there are some positives because they care about you and you're going through all these changes and they don't understand why. So explaining to people why you're doing what you're doing and that it has nothing to do with them, you know, you don't want to leave them, you don't want to hurt them, you're not trying to enforce any kind of ways upon them, you're trying to make yourself feel better because you don't feel well. And that's what you need to explain to them so that you can get a basic understanding of what's going on. Otherwise, people are going to get really scared and think that maybe you're damaging yourself Maybe you're judging them for not being a certain way. Uh, Romantic partners might think that you're trying to leave them. And if you get too attractive, they're afraid that you won't love them anymore because they don't feel very good about themselves. So there are a lot of reasons that aren't necessarily attacks on you. They're just concerned. But people don't always act correctly towards others when, (laughs) you know, they're concerned. Like, for example, bringing home donuts and soda they might say, well, I don't want you to not have the nice things in life. Well, you could tell them this isn't the nice thing for me anymore because it makes me feel bad physically and mentally when I eat it. So you can change the narrative of being judgmental against, hey, you know, that's crap food. I don't want to put it in my body. Even though that's true, they're going to feel judged. So you can say, I don't prefer to eat that stuff or even have it around because it makes me feel awful and I can't help but eat a ton of it when it's near me. And could you please not do that because it hurts? Changing how you interact about the situation is honestly where I think you should start if they're sitting there sabotaging you all the time. You've got to lay out why it's important to you and make it have nothing to do with them. Or if they don't like that you're having nothing to do with, you know, none of the changes are about them, you could say, well, you know, if I can be better for me, I can be better for you and help you more. I know some families are like that where if you're not focused on family, then they just kind of like rag on you all the time and they, they think that you're being selfish. Well, you can't really change everybody's opinion and you could just ignore them. But if you want to try to save those relationships, definitely try to communicate that this is for everybody's benefit, not just yours. And please don't try to force your new lifestyle on other people. I know they're going to feel like you are just because you might be throwing all the snacks out in the house. You might be waking up early and working out or you might be having uh, 
a new workout space, how you interact with them because your mental health is improving from eating better and getting more exercise and getting more fit and, you know, doing affirmations like Diamond Dallas Page does and just changing, like, even what you watch and listen to to see, you know, that the positive results from that can really impact your mental health as well and how you treat yourself. That's a lot of change for other people and they don't necessarily want to do that, but then that also causes a divide because now you're doing different things like preferring to exercise, preferring to watch comedies that aren't violent versus horror movies or, you know, whatever. And you might want to spend your time not watching TV, but uh, learning something new because you're so excited about all these new opportunities that you're finding. And so it's, it's from them wanting to know you're okay and also to protect themselves because they feel like they're being left behind and you are like this completely different person to them. Even though inside you feel like you haven't changed, but in reality, when you go through healthy lifestyle changes, you are becoming a new person. You are no longer disrespecting yourself constantly, uh, treating yourself like a garbage can, um, no longer neglecting and insulting yourself 24-7. You're not dwelling on problems. You're not surrounding yourself with negativity all the time. You're changing everything. So it isn't just eating healthier and working out. Your whole universe and your perception of everything and how you interact with it changes during weight loss. So you can see now why other people are going to be like, what the heck's going on? Especially if you've gone from couch potato to 5k. All of your hobbies have changed. Your personality, how you interact with them is more loving and changed. You have more energy. This is a completely different person they're living with and interacting with. And they're wondering, where is this person I've known for years at? And why aren't they here anymore? So getting that out of the way, there are reasons why people do it for negative reasons, why they will try to uh, stop you from losing weight or they will judge you. And that's simply just because they feel like if you're moving ahead, then you're saying that there's something wrong with them. And people like good news about bad habits. They do not like to be told they are wrong. I see this a lot, like, you know, the tradition we were talking about a few episodes ago. Well, tradition is all about staying the same. And a lot of things are tradition in our families, especially our diets. A lot of people, and I have misspoken before, I said that everybody that is 100 plus pounds overweight had some kind of trauma or some kind of pain they're hiding from when they constantly eat. And I forgot that some people might have legitimately just been taught to eat a ton of food when they were younger, even when there was no trauma, and they were just fed fast food all the time, not looking at nutrition because their parents didn't, and their parents just kept feeding and feeding and feeding and letting them sit on the couch and not asking them to expand their minds. So I apologize for misspeaking about that, but tradition has to change. If tradition is not benefiting people, if it is doing more harm than good, things have to change, but people love clinging to it. It's consistency. We talked about in episode two, I believe, how the brain loves consistency, even if it isn't the healthiest thing. Our growth our modern times require an evolution, a forced and chosen evolution from us inside 
to actively change how we interact with our environment because we're still in survival mode in our primal brain, okay? And we have to move forward, but our brain's like, no, we need all the fat and sugar because for thousands, hundreds of thousands of years, this was not available, but this has a ton of calories and a ton of use and I want it. And we have so much of it now, I'm going to eat as much as possible because I don't know if it's going to be there tomorrow. That's what your brain's trying to do. And then it's like, let's sit on this couch and conserve our energy just in case a tiger comes and tries to kill us so we'll have energy to run. Or not saying everybody wants to reproduce, but that is one of our evolutionary states where (laughs) our body's like, let's just save energy until that hot chick or hot guy comes around so we can go, you know, do our thing. And that's not the case for everybody. You know, humans have evolved to be asexual or liking romance and, you know, not wanting anything physical, whatever it may be. Some people don't want kids. So there are many types of people and their survival brain probably would be just, well, yeah, it is just as valid. I was about to say maybe just as valid, but there are all kinds of animals out there and humans that um, had specific kinds of jobs in their their groups. You want to save your energy for all that, but the thing is we sit too much and we're not exerting our energy and getting all the exercise. So we not only have our reserves that we stockpiled back in the day that would be useful, we also have uh, this excess energy that would have been expended all throughout the day chasing things, looking for food, you know, looking for water, trying to get away from predators, going and collecting firewood, uh, building stuff by hand. We didn't have machines. So all of these things, our brain is just trying to get us to stay the same. And we have to force this evolution. And the great thing about people is we can choose this. When people are trying to keep you the same, it is a survival thing as well. It's not just you might get too sexy and leave me. It's my partner is important to me. I earn this relationship. I, I value this relationship. I don't want it to go anywhere. So they are going to fight and sometimes very angrily. And unfortunately, some partners, you know, they, they will make your life a living hell until you go and eat the Twinkies and bonbons and sit on the couch. But what you can do here is just not let people impact you as much. Put as much space and time away from them in your day as you possibly can until they can see that this is important to you. I do not recommend staying with people if you can help it that will treat you like this, that will constantly add calories to your meals with oil, Um, I've had people do that to me before when I was trying to lose weight. They would add calories to my stuff and I was like, I don't understand why I'm not losing weight. I ate 12 to 1400 calories. In reality, I was eating 1800 because all the oil they added and I didn't know about it. Um, Or they'd add extra sugar to my coffee or something. And I had people sabotage me like that. I've had exes who would threaten to break up with me if I lost too much weight and lost my boobs. (laughs) I have another YouTube channel where people are, uh, I can't believe this, I, I just started encountering this. They started calling me fat phobic and like 300 people unsubscribed because they thought me losing weight and improving myself 
and I said I was doing it to be better for them and have more energy for them too, not just myself, but they were like, you know, you hate yourself, you're a bad influence, I'm allowed to be fat, you're not enjoying food and life, and you know, you have an eating disorder, fitness is stupid, and I'm like, wow, people are just getting mad because they, they see me doing good and they're getting offended because they know within themselves they should be taking better care of themselves. But their environment is catering to that unhealthy lifestyle of fat acceptance and, you know, love your body, but don't change your body, even if that means making it healthier. Uh, There's nothing about health in there at all. I got away with eating tons of McDonald's and drinking tons of soda for years. Unfortunately, when I reached 210 pounds in 2020, my body was pushed to the brink just like someone who reached 600 pounds would be. Uh, I was starting to not be able to walk. I was having the pins and needles and numbness in my hands and feet just like a uh, person with prediabetes would. And I was pre-diabetic. My cancer was out of control. My inner ear disorder was completely crazy from all the... uh, inflammation and I could barely hear at certain points because of all the liquid and the uh, inflammation in my ears. So it was like impacting me really badly at that point. And I'm only 5'1 or 5'2 now. Sorry. I keep forgetting I grew an inch doing DDP yoga, (laughs) straightened my spine and knees out a bit and I'm still growing a bit more now. But um, at 5'1 at the time, 210 pounds, I carried it well But man, I was not mentally or physically feeling good at all. And when COVID hit me, uh, that, it really feeds off of inflammation. And having 80 extra, 80 plus extra pounds on me hit my lungs real hard, um, put extra pressure on my lungs and my heart and my joints. So it made all the joint issues from it worse, all the breathing issues, all the heart issues. I almost died during Christmas in 2020 because I was not really able to breathe too well and I had lost 40 pounds. So I know I still have to get this 60 pounds off that, you know, I'm trying to lose. I don't need people telling me I'm fat phobic. I hate myself. I love myself. And yeah, I'm afraid of being fat because it wasn't good for me. I don't want to go back to binge eating. I really don't. I binge ate because I was hiding from my problems and hiding from 23 years of traumatic cult level abuse. I don't want to do that anymore. I'm not that person. The fat suit no longer protects me. I know it protects some people, but you got to take it off at some point because it damages you. I ate to hide. I hate, I hate even thinking about it, but I ate to punish myself because my mother wasn't there to punish me anymore. You know, she would sabotage me all the time. She would even tell me healthy foods were poisonous. And because her word was God in that house, and basically in that area of the community, nobody would argue with her. You avoided vegetables. You avoided foods she did not deem were okay because you seriously did not know if the food was going to kill you or she would. So that's the extreme type of impact that somebody can have on you that you have to get away from, by the way. Do not stay there. People can get abusive when you try to lose weight and improve yourself. So all of these things, they impact your mental health a lot. They can cause extra stress. They can cause a lot of negative associations with getting healthy. 
And sometimes people have good reasons for being worried about you, especially if doctors have told them and you that you cannot lose weight because of a certain condition. And then all of a sudden uh, you figure out that, hey, this food was making me inflamed and hold a ton of water weight and you start dropping weight really quick. That's going to be scary for your partner and it might even freak you out. If they see you acting different, if they see you looking different or stuff's changing too fast, obviously it's good to check on people when that kind of stuff happens. So don't take that as an automatic insult, okay? I just want to remind you of that. They are trying to be sincere sometimes. Always look at it objectively and see where they are coming from and ask them to discuss it. If they won't discuss it, come back to it later or, you know, don't come back to it at all. But you have to help yourself and you have to treat yourself better. Losing weight for the right reasons, finding happiness along your journey, not just at the end, because I'm sure at some point you were thin and you weren't happy. So that's why all of these things kind of piled onto one another. You got to work on the mental health. You got to work on the physical health. All of it ties in together, all right? So that's just something I wanted to discuss today and to uh, get out there. And some people don't realize that these kinds of things can happen. Their partners could get jealous or something. And it, it doesn't mean you should not lose weight. Just like loose skin, getting a brand new life with brand new, healthier, happier, more supportive people that are better for you would be so much better for you than dealing with the crap of abusive people people holding you back, you know, being unhealthy, those things, you can get a whole new life and you can enhance the current one you have by just trying to recreate the, trying to think of how exactly I want to say this, recreating your whole mindset and changing your reaction to who is talking to you. I know I always talk about Diamond Dallas Page, but he so helped me with 10% what happens to you, 90% of how you react to it. And that is so true. I keep seeing that every single day, guys. So just remember, you can change your reaction. You can get away from people. But just understand, you are changing your inner self and your outer self. And that's going to impact everything in your environment as well. So I will see you guys again for episode four. I am going to be taking requests for that episode for topics, so I will leave my email address somewhere. I love this podcast so much, so I look forward to digging into another topic. Thank you for everybody who's supporting me, who donated to Anchor and is now paying for a monthly uh, subscription. That is completely crazy to me, but thank you. Yeah, I'll see you guys next time. I'm so excited. See you on Sunday.